Welcome to the Faith Women Podcast. We're a community of women at Faith Baptist Church in Youngsville, North Carolina, that desires to honor the Word of God, to support our church, and to encourage each other as we know, grow, serve, and go. Through these episodes, we'll be introducing you to our ministry team, sharing truth from God's Word, and challenging you to grow in your love for the Lord and those He's called you to serve. We're so glad you've joined us. Let's dive in. Well, hello. This is I'm Carolyn Rich, and I'm here with Tammy Corbett today. Hello, everybody. And we are here to learn and um, get to know another one of our women on the Faith Women's Ministry Team, Jennifer Roberts. And so, um, you would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your family? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor to serve with you ladies on this team and mm-hmm. just be a part of just such a wonderful group and being able to serve our church in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, my name's Jennifer Roberts, like Carolyn just said, and I have... Um, my husband and I have been married for, it'll be 16 years in May, and we've been together for 20 years. Oh, wow. Yes, and we have two beautiful daughters, Sadie, who's 10 years old, and Addison, who's 8 years old. Mm-hmm. And I always joke and say that I am a football mom, and I am a cheer and dance mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So a football mom? Yes, ma'am. So tell me about that. Yeah, Sadie loves flag football, and I actually just had a memory come up on my phone. Um, She's been playing for um, Under the Lights for the past two or three years, but I had a memory when she was two years old. She said, um, when you ask your child, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she's like, I'm going to be a woman football player. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Yes. So So she, that's been her dream. You were totally serious about that. It's so Mm -hmm. funny. I am so glad to hear that. Yes. Yeah, she loves Here's another example, Carolyn. We were just talking about um, how we serve together, we spend time together, and when we do these interviews, it's amazing the things that we learn that mm-hmm. we never knew. Yeah. So, uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> another example. Another that's example. That's pretty cool. Go. Yes. Cool. Happy to do that. <laughs> so, um, would you, could you share a little bit about your testimony of how you came to know the Lord and how you um, came to Faith Baptist Church? Yes, yeah. So um, as a young child, um, I grew up in a single family home and um, we had friends who would come by and pick up my sister and I and take us to vacation Bible schools. They would take us to Sunday schools. Yes, in church. And I just, those programs are so important Mm -hmm. for our kids and just for us to be reaching out to these other children because I was one of those kids and um, my mom never went with me or anything like that. And my dad never went with me when he had us on his weekends he would take us to church and um sunday school and then come back and pick us up wow and um then whenever um as i grew into a teenager um i started hanging out with all the kids who were in the youth group and then started having a passion and a desire to go to sunday school so my mom would drop us off in the morning and she'd pick us up at night on Sundays because we would go to Sunday school church and then we had choir practice, puppet team practice, wow. and then we had our youth night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I, um, there I, we did mission trips um, with the puppet team and I was able to go to West Virginia and do vacation Bible schools and I went to Trinidad and Tobago where we did vacation Bible schools. Oh my schools. goodness, Jennifer. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was really, really wonderful. Um, but looking back, I kind of see it, it was more probably social for me. It mm-hmm. wasn't as much um 
Christ-driven as I am now. And I was baptized when I was 15. And there I I know I learned about God's love. I learned about um, forgiveness. I learned about my sinful nature. Mm -hmm. And um, I was forgiven. Um, I experienced God's grace. I gave God's grace. Um, But it didn't... I didn't grow a hunger or a desire for God's word. Um, I didn't grow a passion to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was more of socializing. Mm-hmm. We went to hang out. We went to have a good time. All my friends were there. And where, where were you living at this time? In Mebane, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yes. That's where you're from. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I went to First Baptist Church there. Uh-huh. Um, it was a wonderful church and had a wonderful experience. Learned how to play the bells. <laughs> I learned all kinds of things there. I had great Sunday school teachers. He's actually the pastor now there. And um, so I had great leaders there. And but then I went to work in Burlington, which was further away. Mm -hmm. And I started, um, I gained new friends and gained a new life, gained new behaviors. Um, I became a more of a party girl, not going to church. I wasn't even thinking about going to church. Mm -hmm. And I carried that into my college years. Um, I did meet my husband when I was a freshman in college, and I look at that as God's grace. Um, He knew what he was doing. He put us there um, at the same place at the same time. It is such a God story that I would love to share with you guys later. Um, But looking back, it's amazing to see that God stops and how even though I slipped away from Christ, he never slipped away from me. He was always there in every moment while I was in college. Anytime I was going through a bad time, I knew who to go to, and he was still there. It's amazing. It is. He never leaves us, and that's just such a good testimony that I know I can share. Um... Then my husband and I, we went to um, premarital counseling, and the pastor, he was a a good friend of ours, and um, he did the the survey, the test, if we're compatible, Mm -hmm. and we were compatible. (laughs) Well, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, that's good to know. (laughs) Yes. But then he shared with us um, the statistics of our marriage surviving because of the choices that we had made prior to getting married. Uh-huh. And they were very, very low. And yeah. But he looked at us and he said, you're different. I can tell you're different. But I know you're going to go through trying times. I know it's going to get hard. Um, and whenever it does, I want you to go to church right now, but I don't think you're going. And I, we, we weren't. And he said, when things get hard, I want you to find a church and go to church. And we did. So after a year of marriage and still trying to live that lifestyle that we had in college, which it does not work with marriage in that lifestyle, <laughs> um, we, um, we both were at a point to where we were like, we need to go to church. And so we went on the hunt for a church, and my husband, he's very um, quiet and um, shy, and I'm more extroverted. Everyone knows that. <laughs> and, um, and so it was, it was kind of hard searching for a church because I wanted somewhere where he would feel comfortable, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
sadly, our best friend's sister um, was in a bad car accident when she was 21, and she was killed. And so we went and visited the church at Leesville Road Baptist Church, and um, Kyle knew over half the people there. And so that's where we started to go, and God just really did a thing there. He really brought a lot of people to Christ. Our Sunday school class was um, at least 20 couples who had just accepted Christ during oh that time. Goodness. And um, Kyle and I, we both, um, every Sunday we would go, we would leave just feeling so full and just so, just mm-hmm. that pew-gripping moment that they talk about, like he's speaking directly to us. And mm-hmm. so we invited the pastor over to our house for dinner, and um, he shared the gospel with us. And um and Kyle and I both prayed that night, and um, he was baptized, and I um, rededicated my life to Christ then. Um, I won't say that it was a magic pill, a magic night. We didn't change immediately, yeah. um, but the conviction in our hearts did. Mm-hmm. So every time we'd go back into our old behaviors, mm-hmm. like we would both feel convicted. We would both see the results of those actions. And we would both see the results of the actions of not doing it and choosing better choices. And so then um, we just, we grew. It's amazing how you grow in Christ and your heart just feels, you feel, um, you feel the warmth of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, Which is different from what you described when you were a teenager, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think um, there's an attraction that we all have, but until we get to a level of maturity, sometimes, mm-hmm. a lot of times in our lives, it, it it really does. You don't you don't feel his presence like you do, you know, later when you really need him. Mm-hmm. So so what good advice from the the pastor to say when things get tough, you know, that's where you're going to need to go for your help. Yes, he's one of those that I have went back and actually thanked for just mm. being there and guiding us in the right directions. Yeah. And two, it's, it's good what you're saying too, Jennifer, about, um, you know, it wasn't instant. We did It wasn't a magic pill and it didn't happen overnight. I think sometimes people think, you know, I got to get my life cleaned up before I come to church. Mm. And it's like, no, we come to Christ and He cleans us. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, yes, He, he just does. does it. And, right. and so it, that's so important, I think, for us to know and for, for people who would be listening to know mm-hmm. that um, you come and he, he, will, he, will, he will clean you. And yeah, clean you. He really changes the desires of your heart. Like John um, chapter 15 is my favorite chapter because it talks about the vine and the branches and you um, and, and just having him and seeking him Mm -hmm. and letting him change your desires and he will give you the desires of your heart only because you've sought after him and he's given you those desires and then your desires become the same and it's it's funny that you say that because the whole time you've been talking from the beginning of our conversation you were talking about how you were so impacted as a young girl Mm -hmm. with vacation Mm -hmm. Bible school and Mm -hmm. Sunday school. And where is it that you serve now? Mm -hmm. In the kids. (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. Children's ministry. You know, Mm -hmm. and so so I think that's a wonderful, I mean, just look at that connection where God has has placed you because you knew in your life early on Mm -hmm. 
that there was there was something there that you were attracted to, and God was pulling you even then. Mm-hmm. That is so precious. Those little seeds in your heart, mm-hmm. and that's one thing I love about being the nursery director and being in children's ministry because it's building blocks. Like even the one and two year olds, it is a building mm-hmm. block of showing them God's love and God's grace when they get hurt and praying with them mm-hmm. when they're missing their mom and praying with them. And showing them, sitting down, listening to a story, then going to theater, the Mm -hmm. two-year-olds, and listening to the story. And it's very short increments because their attention span is so much shorter. (laughs) But but we go through those steps because I feel like they're great building blocks. So whenever they do get to the elementary school ages, they already have that foundation. foundation, Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they know Christ's love. They know the goodness. And Mm -hmm. they know where the truth comes from. And then they can really hear it and apply it that's That's one thing I love about children's ministry Mm -hmm. well yeah yeah, like Tammy was saying you can clearly see that that's a passion of yours is and I think Tammy's right in saying that you know it probably started when you were young Mm -hmm. and you you know got a lot out of those programs and helped you know cement your relationship with God as well um are there any other spiritual gifts that you think you have uh, besides your passion for working with kids? And um, Well, I love hospitality. I love to serve others. I love to open up my home and create spaces where women can fellowship and and. and, and marriages where they can fellowship we can grow we can hear god's word together um so hospitality is one of my gifts and another gift which is very strange and it may come from the different changes that i had in my life as a child and um but anytime there's a stressful situation i can i can I can take that on very calmly and um, just be able to make decisions really quickly in those last minute, mm-hmm. um, those last minute decisions that you got to make whenever the so, like whenever the events about to happen right. and so, things go wrong. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm the one who can do it do it calmly. So would that be the the gift of discernment? Wisdom, Possibly some of those, maybe a blend of, of both. So the thing that that wouldn't make that I would think that my gift because um, it does take me a long time to make decisions if I have that time. Uh-huh. I will <laughs> wait till the last time. minute. But if it needs to be well. made in that minute, I can make that decision really quickly. There you go. Okay, <laughs> yes. that's good. I understand that. Totally. Other than that, I can. It could take me six to twelve months to even buy a TV. <laughs> You and I are all at long walking those ladies. Yeah. <laughs> it's <not the> same way. <laughs> oh, goodness. So um, what are you specifically doing now to grow in your faith? Um, well, marriage is something that's really been um, on my heart, my husband and my heart lately, um, because marriage is just, it's not an easy thing. Um, and we are two sinful people coming together trying to make decisions for our two girls and trying to make decisions for our future and trying to um, just do life together. And um, so we really are focusing now, we're doing Vertical Marriage and we love our Family Life um, podcast with Dave and Ann Wilson. Um, That's something that we love to do together. And um, we just went on the Family Life Marriage Cruise in February um, which was wonderful. Oh, um, dear. Yeah, opened where, our Where did you eyes. cruise to? Um, 
gosh, you had to ask me because I'm <gasps> going to forget. <laughs> a beautiful place. Yes, it was beautiful. And she was lying about marriage. <laughs> so, it didn't matter where you were. It was a beautiful place. That's right. Okay. That's right. We were at the beach. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. So, and then um, with my family, my girls, we love to do the Seeds Family Worship um, Children's Study. Right now, we're working on the Advent Study. It, it's wonderful. It's it's good for their attention spans. It's about um, scripture memory, and we do it through song, and um, we do it after we finished eating at dinner. Um, one to two nights a week is whenever we will sit down and um, and do that study. Oh, um, and, and what were their ages again? They're ten and eight. Oh, great! But the good thing about it is, is children are amazing. Like you talk about that at dinner. And then the next day, they point out something that has to do with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, They're thinking on that. Yes, they <laughs> are. Learning. So it's a constant thing. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. Like, even though we dedicate that one to two nights a week to sit there and review those scriptures, and that's just one of our studies that we're doing. Right. Um, and they, they're still they're constantly looking how to apply that to their lives. And so I love that um, about the scripture memory. Mm -hmm. Um, I just finished the um, Seeing God's Goodness. It's a 31-day devotional. It's in the um, 31-day devotional for life series by Megan Hill. Um, Shannon Oaks actually recommended it. um, And it was about contentment. And such a good thing during this time. Mm -hmm. Um, It was so good Mm and just being content. And it's something that I'm going to have to do again because we get Mm -hmm. discontent. Oh, yeah. And so that was was something that was very refreshing. And um, for myself, the book that I just started reading again, you guys probably remember it, was the Adorned book. Yes. I saw that in my basket, and I was like, you know, I want to go back through that. Titus 2. So much good stuff. Yes. It was. It was. And we just have to be reminded. Mm -hmm. So I just picked that up, and that's my morning devotion that I do right now after I finish that contentment devotion. Um, And I want to ask you a bit. mm -hmm. Pause your minute. Uh, In in the contentment book that you did, what what were some takeaways from that? I'm I'm curious. Yes. So um, it really is, it's just about pull, I mean, really taking thinking about what what is making you discontent Mm -hmm. um it goes through stages and i can't remember all the stages and everything like that but it it's about um what pulls you away from being content Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um what is contentment Mm -hmm. and what does jesus want us to be content in and it shows god's love in contentment Mm -hmm. and shows his his um his him and his characteristics and it just it really it makes you it pulls you away from focusing on what the world is going to give you and what the world is telling you you're supposed to be doing and wanting and desiring and focuses you on inward into christ Mm -hmm. and to god's word yeah um I, I wish I had my notes with me because oh, that would no, be I, such I, a no, good, good. Did, was that book. one of the the um, uh, recommendations that uh, Shannon did during Teach Me? It wasn't. No, she actually did it on Facebook a while back, uh-huh. um, last year sometime. Okay, mm-hmm, and I ordered it. That just sounds like such a um, 
that topic in itself, I mean, would be, you know, just a great mm-hmm. study mm-hmm. to do, you know, for, for a group of women. Because I think um, what you said exactly is to understand what contentment is and then to understand what causes us to be discontent mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's the way the enemy works. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. subtle and so conniving. I mean, mm-hmm. just in, in the way that he wants to present a counterfeit and it doesn't, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And, and, but it does cause us to be discontent with what God has given us mm-hmm. and to be discontent with God himself. So it is. You're, you're very wise in, in what you're saying, Jennifer, about how we have to revisit that because we can learn these things mm-hmm. and apply them, mm-hmm. and then we get kind of, you know, um, lazy with it, or we forget, mm-hmm. or you know, we think we've got that and we need to move on to the next thing, but right. that, is, that is so true, mm-hmm. just being able to um, be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, it sounds like you're a real avid reader. You do a lot of reading. Can can you tell us and the people that are listening? How do you do that with young children? Yeah. How do you find time to do that? <laughs> and and a job. Seriously. And, uh, managing the the children's um, yeah uh, commitment that you have here at church. That's a lot. It is. It is. Well, I mean, Dan and Ann Wilson, that's a podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I listen to that on the road. Mm -hmm. Um, I typically have a podcast that I start playing whenever I go get on the road um, or we're listening to a book on tape in the car. That's typically what we're doing in the car with the girls. Um, And but I, I get up in the morning. That's whenever I do my my reading. And um, and I will say it's not. I am not every, every single day. You have to give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. You yes. do. Some days yeah, you are going to sleep in, but um, but I, have, I find, I know my day is going to go so much better if I open God's Word mm-hmm. first and instead of opening up any email or any text. Um, so my best days are whenever I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. It used to be 5 or 5.30. I've kind of bumped it back to 6 o'clock. Uh-huh. And I get my coffee, and I write my scripture out while it's cooling down. Uh-huh. And then I go and I read while my coffee's in my hand. It's just, uh-huh. it's it's been a great um, I don't know why routine. I did. Just yeah, sounds, routine. It, it really has. It. Yeah. The contentment book is what started me really on like, okay, I got my coffee, let it cool down, write my verse out, pick up my coffee, and then I'll start to read. And, and it, I mean, it's not, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we need to spend 30 to 30 to 45 minutes yeah. to an hour mm-hmm. In God's Word. It's just not always possible. It's not always possible, no. And my girls will come in, and they will sit in my chair, and they will snuggle with me. Mm-hmm. And um, and Addison, towards the end, she wanted, I read it out loud to her, and she's like, that is so good. Oh, <laughs> So, and I mean, I just, you can read to them. Yeah, a lot of times it's not so much the quantity, it's mm-hmm. the quality mm-hmm. of what it is that you're reading Doing that deeper study. Yeah, and this, um, and when I'm reading the um, the adorned book, um, that I'm not I'm not having to read a chapter. Like that's mm-hmm. not my focus. My focus is to read until I have a moment to where that's something I want to meditate on mm-hmm. and I want to think on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that's 
And that's what I think that we should be focusing on. Um, because if I just read and read and read and don't have that time to meditate on what I read, which is what I feel like I did the first time I read Adorned, mm-hmm. which is why I'm reading it again. Because yeah. I feel like I just read it to get the chapter done to get to the to our heart to home meeting. Yeah. 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 When you've got um, deadlines, that happens sometimes. It is. And it's good to have deadlines, too. Mm-hmm. It, it really, really is. But that's not why I'm reading it this time. And so um, I'm excited about going through it and just really meditating on what Titus 2, the beauty of Titus 2. Mm-hmm. And and then the seeds of family worship, I mean, that's something we do together. Mm-hmm. So just reading that out loud to them, to my girls, it's, it's really great. good. It's mm-hmm. so um, refreshing to hear um, young parents that are including their children in the Bible reading time because they really do um, look to their parents to see you know, how to study the Bible. And it sounds like from your testimony, you learned that at a young age as well. So, you know, I can see why that would be very important and easy for you to do with your own kids as far as like including them in that time and in teaching them at a young age of how to study the Bible and what it means to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. I, um, well... Continuing with my testimony, I was going to say, um, I started community Bible study here at our church, mm-hmm. and um, that is where I learned how to really study the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an in-depth Bible study. You go over it four different ways, and that's where I really grew a hunger for God's Word, and I saw it completely change me mm-hmm. and completely change my mindset, my desires, my thoughts. Um, and that's where I really gained, like, this is what I want my girls to have. This mm-hmm. is, <clears throat> I want them to know God's word so well that that's where their desires come from. That's mm-hmm. where their thoughts come from. Um, and so when, when I was in community Bible study, it, it just, I was, I could feel the fire in me of mm-hmm. just wanting to tell people wow. This is how you study the Bible. <laughs> this is how you read and you gain knowledge and yeah. you really want to seek um, like the depth of what each of the chapters has. And so I think that's a desire of so many women. Mm-hmm. They yes. just want to know because, I, you know, we, we, we hear it all the time it's from new believers, even mm-hmm. uh, women who have been believers for many years. Sure. You know, I, I read and I just really don't get... Mm-hmm. I really don't get mm-hmm. everything out of it that I feel like I should, mm-hmm. you know. And you talk what you just said about you—you know, you read, and then you're not able to really remember and meditate on those things and mm-hmm. digest. And um, that is is what really um, makes you want more mm-hmm. when you understand it, and yes. when you're able to apply it, mm-hmm. and when you're able to see God in a different way, see yourself in a different way, mm-hmm. completely. Which is, yeah, which is not always great. But. <laughs> <laughs> We don't, we don't always like it from that, from his view. <clears throat> well, from our view of our, our sinful nature. Right. You know, yes. but that's, what, that's where the change happens. Yes. When we see that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Something else I was going to say too, Jennifer, is um, I think it's, it's a beautiful thing what you're doing when you said, you know, you can be um, in the morning and drinking your coffee and reading and your girls may want to come and sit and snuggle with you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're seeing you do mm-hmm. your Bible study. Mm-hmm. So I think we can tell our children and our grandchildren all day long what we think they should do. But when they see you doing it, you don't have to tell them that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, they're seeing that and they will they will um, model 
yeah, that, and they're already showing such a um, an interest. Yeah, you know, already mm-hmm. at a young age. That's that's wonderful. What was really cool was um, during when COVID first happened, and we started doing all of our. Um, all of the church was online mm-hmm. and we were sitting in the living room watching and I had my Bible and I had my book and I'm a note taker um, and my husband isn't. And I'm always like, why are you not taking notes? And he's, and then he can tell you more about what the sermon was <laughs> than I could with my notes because it's just not in him. But then I look over to my daughter, Sadie, and she has her notebook and she has her Bible Aww. and she's following along. And she's taking notes, and she brings those notes to me afterwards, and she's like, look at all I wrote down. And it, they do. They watch everything they you do. do. Mm-hmm. And um, and she's a note taker. She yes. likes to write things down. She likes to hear what's being said, write it down, and she likes to tell you about it afterwards, oh, too. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> it yeah. is. It really, really that's is. That's when you so. know some learning has taken place. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. That is true. Mm-hmm. Well, I know in part of your testimony you were talking about how you grew up in the church, and then you moved away, and then um, you were, you know, started some new friends and things like that, and then you, you and your husband, you know, started going to, to premarital counseling and things like that. Um, what What's some advice that you would give to your young self back then? Um, it's definitely, I don't even know how to say this, but I am a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And um, I was pleasing the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And um, when when my friends wanted to go here, we went there, and I was the life of the party. And they loved it. And mm-hmm. I, I guess I loved the attention. Mm-hmm. And I loved um, them loving me being the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Um, I don't even know how to say that as advice to my younger self, but it would be, I mean, just really grab God's word and just read God's word and hide it in your heart. Even though I do feel like a lot of his word was hidden in my heart through vacation Bible school, through Mm -hmm. songs and activities that we Mm -hmm. did, which is what came out whenever I was in college and going anytime something would happen that would be bad and Mm -hmm. I knew who to go to. I knew what to say. Um, So I think that those things were great. Um, I guess I would just say don't please, you don't have to please people. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. please the Lord. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so that's That's what I would say. Yeah. Well, Tammy and I have just enjoyed getting to know more about you today and hearing how your testimony and all. Is there anything else you'd like to add um, to the people that are out there listening? No, I just really appreciate um, you guys being here <laughs> and um, and just walking me through this. Um, and, I mean, I would just say, I mean, study God's Word. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where the truth is hidden. And mm-hmm. that, it's not even hidden, but that's where the truth is. And that's where you're going to find the peace and the joy. Um, I mean... I really think knowing Christ is good and knowing who he is is good. But when you really study his word and really read, um, that's where you're going to find the joy Mm. that is going to be hidden in your heart. And it's going to help you get through the times that are tough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with that relationship. Mm -hmm. 
Well, that's a good word to end on. And Tammy and I look forward to continuing to serving with you. On oh, yes, we, we do. We do. Yes. yes, we do. So, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Faith Women Podcast. We hope you were both encouraged and challenged by what you heard today. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss an episode. If you're in our area, we'd love to have you join us at Faith Baptist Church in Youngsville on a Sunday or at any of our special events. You can learn more about our ministry online at faithnc.org slash women. See you next month.